What's up, what's up, what's up guys, how's it going? Before I start, I'm just going to get straight into it Before you listen any further Subscribe if you haven't already And rate my podcast That is very, very important More than sharing it, that really, really gets it out there So please do that before you go any further I really, really appreciate it And let's get into it So you already know what I'm going to talk about. This whole Megan stuff has been in the news. They're leaving the royal family, basically. Which, quite frankly, no one really cares. I don't really know why people are even talking about it. Who cares? Like, it's such an irrelevant thing. The royal families, I mean, they, they're basically thieves. is what they are. Completely unelected people just taking public money. Which, I find it so interesting how all the how we're going to pay for it brigades, they're not really talking about that. There was a story in, I think, The Independent a few years ago that the Queen tried to take money that was allocated for poverty to fund heating in Buckingham Palace. Now, can you think of how cartoonishly evil that is? Money allocated for poverty alleviation or something like that. She tried to take it to heat her massive house that she doesn't even need to be in. Why, why is she in such a big house for no reason? She's not elected. They have no mandate to be there. That's literally quite the definition of corruption. Taking public funds and using it to serve your own interests. But somehow, no one's going to ask, how can we afford that? Of course we can afford all the stupid nonsense things. It's only helping poor people who can't afford. Typical. I think it just shows, again, these people are complete frauds. They don't care about how we're going to afford anything. They only care about how we're going to help poor people, which they don't want to help. And that's why they come up with that nonsense argument all the time. So it said Meghan and Harry met with the Queen. They even did like an interview with the BBC explaining their decision. And, you know, wow, why they decided to leave. And it was tough for them and all that. And the whole thing about it has been about racism. There's been a lot of talk about, you know, how she's been covered in the media and how it's been incredibly racist and the um they had a an expert on i think it was good morning britain with um holly willoughby and philip schofield to talk about you know the coverage of megan how it's been racist and philip schofield that was literally went viral in the election for complaining childing jeremy corbyn not apologizing for anti-semitism even though he's apologized five times and didn't need to apologize by the way one of the many stupid things corbyn did even though i love him way too weak he said he didn't see any racism in the coverage of Meghan markle he said no no it's not racism it's just you know just just covering her but i think it goes to show even though there's been literally no evidence of any anti-semitism i mean what all the evidence of anti-Semitism that there is is not any more than anti-Semitism in general society. He somehow always saw anti-Semitism and felt like Jeremy Corbyn should apologise. But somehow he didn't see any anti-Semitism in that coverage. But again, I really don't care about this. The bigger thing I care about is that, in my opinion, it cheapens racism to accuse or to use it in this context. Because then the whole debate came around saying, is Britain a racist country? And people are using this as evidence that Britain is absolutely a racist country. 
Now, obviously, this is a very loaded question. It's a very nuanced question because what does that mean? There's the UK, the country, as in, like, the legal establishment, the country, its borders and stuff like that, the land it occupies. And then there's UK, like, the people in the UK. But saying the UK is racist is a very blanket statement. I'm guessing what they refer to are, like, the UK as institutionally racists. What institutions? That's a circular statement. And the UK, you know, has some kind of contempt for people of colour. Now, while I generally agree with that statement, I think accusing the UK of being quote-unquote racist for its coverage of Meghan Markle will be a bit like accusing Ted Bundy of being sexist. (laughs) Okay, he is, but is that really what we're going to start? Is that his worst crime? I mean, come on, guys. There's actually quite a funny um, moment a few years ago of, um, I think it was a Bat, no, not Batman, it was an X-Men film that came out and then the cover image they used was um, the the villain in that movie, he was choking, what's the character that Jennifer Lawrence plays, I don't know, the blue thing that changes all the time. And then someone commented about how misogynistic that was. And then someone someone else commented, like, quote tweeted and said, this guy's trying to take over the world. What makes you think he won't choke a bitch? So again, it's like, you know, she was saying he's misogynistic. Right? That's like one-tenth of a millionth of his crime. You know, accusing the UK of being racist for covering, you know, a mixed-race woman when the UK occupied 80% of the world, majority of those countries were brown and black like us, they committed literal genocide in many of these countries. They continue a policy of incredible violence and terrorism against many brown countries to this day. If you accuse them of racism on those fronts, then, you know, you've got me. But accusing them of racism because they won't accept a, a, a mixed-race woman into their elite club of rich white people, who cares? You know, like, that's that's a trivial <laughs> statement, you know. It's a bit like accusing a mafia boss of tax evasion, <laughs> even though everyone knows they're responsible for killing, like, tens of people or, you know, calling, like, racketeering, money, money laundering, you know, coercion, all these kind of things. But then they always get them on, like, tax evasion, which is, like, <laughs> putting it mildly as one of their worst crimes. So that's kind of where they kind of lose me a bit. And I think also when you go into the nuance of it, for example, all the things I mentioned about the crimes of the UK as a country, you have to separate that from, you know, the establishment from the people. Because I'm sure if you poll many people, a lot of countries, a lot of people didn't want the war in Iraq. But, you know, that still happened as a country. So I'm sure the history books would say the UK invaded Iraq. But majority of people in the country, according to polls, were opposed to the war. I'm sure majority of people back when the UK was a massive empire probably opposed it because obviously it wasn't being done for them. It was being done for wealthy elite people the same way the imperialism is being done for wealthy elite people now. So I do appreciate it's a loaded question. And I think obviously saying that kind of a racist, the agency of you know people that do oppose the racism in the UK. You know, we had Windrush happen. You know, there's many exceptionally racist policies that the UK government and the UK establishment promote. But I think if you're going to accuse them of racism on an extremely narrow and thin ground, such as not allowing, like I said, a mixed-race woman into the elite circle, what, what do you think is going to happen? You know, accusing 
Ted Bundy of being a sexist when he's the literal serial killer of many, many women. Well, yeah, of course he's sexist. That's, that doesn't even begin to explain, you know, what makes him so uniquely horrible and evil. And I also think in terms of explaining it to most other people, because again, most people that walk around, you know, the UK, a lot of white people, they, they're going to say, and they are kind of right, they don't really notice any racism. Because, I mean, I'll be honest, in the times I've been in this country, I don't, I don't think a white person has ever been racist towards me. Not on purpose, anyway. Not that I noticed. Maybe they have and I just wasn't paying attention. You know, school was pretty diverse and we never really had any issues of racism in school, by and large. So I can't really say... I'm sure most white people feel the same way. I mean, I went to school with a lot of white people. My school was about, I'd say, 75, 80% white. So I'm sure they would say they haven't really noticed any racism. They, obviously, they'll say the same thing, you know, I don't see colour, which people always, you know, ridicule that and be like, oh, you know, I want you to see colour, blah, blah, I want you to appreciate differences. But I kind of get where they're coming from. Like, all the white people I grew up with, I don't really think about the fact that they're white every second of the day. It doesn't really occur to me, you know. We're friends and that's just, you know, we just move on with life. So I kind of see where they're coming from. People take that the wrong way in a way, but I see where they're coming from. But I think you'll be able to convince a lot of those white people if you mention, you know, talk about the things I'm talking about. A lot of those people are going to say, like, racism, what are you talking about? Especially for such an irrelevant case. Like, who cares what the royal family... Like, Meghan and Harry could literally have just stopped doing any public events and just gone about their lives, and we wouldn't care either way. I'm sure there are many royals, like um, Prince Andrew, up until this whole sleeping with children stuff came out. No one really cared who he was. There are many royals I can't even name. So if they're just gone about it, just ignore everything and just, you know, do what they do. I do appreciate them leaving the stupid racist institution that is the royal family. But for us to start making, you know, the referendum on the UK being racist on this, I just think it just loses a lot of people because they just don't notice. And secondly, most people have bigger things to worry about anyway. But if you start talking about this discussion and start talking about the genocide the U, you know the UK government has committed in Bengal in many countries in Africa the racist wars we continue to engage in the illegal invasion of Iraq and Afghanistan and many of these other countries then people start to sit up because a lot of those white people oppose these things too you know of course those things are racist but again the majority of people in this country oppose those things so you can't then call them racist for those policies because again they oppose the same way we do. And you have a lot of, you know, brown people that support it. Obviously, they don't have the full story or something like that. So I wouldn't call them racist either. But obviously, we have someone like Black Jesus Obama, who everyone, you know, started talking about as though he healed racism and racism went away the day he got elected. He pursued the same racist policies of the US government. So it is a nuanced discussion. If someone says the US is a racist country, and obviously some people say, well, how can we be racist? We elected a black president because again they don't look at the institutional stuff so if someone just started talking about the fact that fox news was maligning obama for wearing a tan suit and they were you know mocking michelle obama for having a big ass or something like that of course most white people are going to be like what are you talking about what's that going to do with anything but if you started talking about racism in terms of barack obama continuing the unfair you know foreign policies of the u.s and how that incredibly harms black and brown people worldwide, I think on a human level, you'll be able to convince most of those people. So 
I just, you know, wanted to get that out there. I just thought this was a very good... I did take some time to think about this because initially I really didn't care about it and I didn't really want to talk about it because everyone else already was. But I think when I thought about it, this is really what I got from it, that this is what we should be talking about, not some kind of trivial, you know, media coverage. Because really and truly, Megan and Harry, I mean, I'm sure maybe it hurts them. Just don't read it. Like, who cares? You know, I do think they do have a better social, you know, platform in terms of they seem to be concerned about everyday issues. And, you know, maybe they just realised the royal family is a corrupt institution that we want no part of. I mean, they have a literal child molester, you know, in their ranks. So maybe it's not an institution we all want to be getting into. And I like that about them. So, you know, good on them. But I don't really think, I think this whole thing has been completely blown up by the media. It's completely irrelevant to everyday issues. And I'm sure... It doesn't really affect most people's lives anyway. So I just thought I'd you know, give my two cents or two pence. We're in the UK, so we should say two pence, shouldn't we, on that issue. And um, I hope you, you know, you think about that in your... I hope that changes your opinion somewhat or, or informs your opinion. I don't want to change your opinion. I'm not that arrogant. So I'll leave you with that. And um, Again, do not forget to rate my podcast. This is very, very important. That's the checklist. Rate the podcast. Subscribe to the podcast. The sharing, I don't want to be an annoying person. I mean, if you want to share it because you like me, I appreciate that. But I don't want to be annoying and force it on you. Follow my podcast Twitter page at Black Politicking. That's politic, the way you spell the podcast with an I-N-G on the end. I release some more content on that i mean if you want to get into politics but you know you're not sure just go on there i kind of break politics down sometimes on there but not too much because i do that on my regular page anyway so um i'll leave you guys with that and um have a good day or night whatever time you're listening to this